Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Huff Science Explained with me, Ellen Fidian, a science journalist with Cosmos Magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions big or small. And today, we are looking for the truths and the fabrications in the science of textiles. There is a certain very popular underwear brand that advertises some of its range as made with Australian-grown cotton. But if you read the fine print, you'll discover that while the cotton is grown here, it's then shipped to Indonesia to be made into undies, then shipped back. And if you're South Australian like me and spend most years watching our section of the River Murray get lower and lower, you might also feel a bit of indignation that we're growing cotton in Australia at all. While cotton farming could be a sensible part of our agriculture, it's been drawn into the absolute headache that is water allocation on the Murray-Darling Basin. It has a reputation for being a very thirsty crop. So your local underwear isn't really that local. But what about all the other fabric you spend your life in? Your clothes, your sheets, your curtains and carpets? Today, we're taking a look at a couple of different textiles, what they are, when they're better and worse for the environment, and why they're so hard to recycle. Start with the basics. What is fabric? Textiles start with a fibre, a long, thin thing. If you connect a bunch of long, thin things together, you can create something that's malleable but doesn't fall apart immediately. Once you have your fibre, it might be woven into a fabric. That's two or more threads laced together, like a warp and a weft, which means it will keep its shape when you pull it in at least two directions, but bend when you push it from the side. Or it might be knitted. That's one continuous thread looped in on itself repeatedly. This can be done with big, thick wool yarns, as per your favourite jumper, but it can also be done with much smaller fibres. Let's take a tour of some common fabrics you'll see out in the wild. First, let's look at cotton. Cotton starts as fluffy little balls of tiny fibres which protect the plant's seeds. There are lots of different cotton plants in subtropics around the world. There are even a few that are native to Australia, although the species that usually gets cultivated is called Mexican cotton. There are dozens of steps of separating, brushing, dyeing, cleaning and spinning before you get to the yarn. These steps all vary depending on what sort of fabric you want. For instance, to get that slightly shiny cotton sateen you often get in bedsheets, you need very thin threads packed tightly together and woven in a way that makes some of the threads longer on the surface. This gives it that smoother feel. Or, if you want towels, the threads will be thicker and looped during weaving to make a thing called terry cloth. T-shirts are often made from cotton jersey, which is a knitted form of cotton. Take a close look at your tee and you'll see the tiny loops. This jersey knit is usually stretchier than, say, the stiff woven cotton on your best collared shirt. You might assume that cotton is always the best option for the environment. But cotton needs a lot of water to grow. About 3,000 litres of water makes one kilogram of fabric. It's also pretty vulnerable to pests. It uses about 2% of the world's agricultural lands, but 6% of the world's pesticides, which can cause further pollution and problems for pollinators. But unlike plastic fabrics, it's easier to reduce the impacts of cotton growing. 
Most cotton in the US and India is now a genetically modified form called BT cotton, which is more resistant to pests. Like any large for-profit crop, it's not without its controversies. But BT cotton has led to pesticide use on cotton being halved. Are other natural fibres better? Linen, which comes from flax plants, is much less water-intensive. But at the dyeing and weaving stage, it can still have a heavy environmental impact. The same goes for silk, which is a protein-based fibre coming from silkworms, and wools of any description. And here's a warning. Organic can be a really sneaky word when it comes to natural fibres. It's got dozens of different meanings. Something could be called organic simply because a farmer avoided genetically modified crops and the fabric still caused damage in a bunch of other areas. There are so many variables in the production process, so it's more important to focus on where the fabric comes from and who's willing to vouch for it than the textile itself. If the fabric has been certified by a big body, like the Global Organic Textile Standard, that means it's really been made in a more environmentally and socially sustainable way at every step in the process. What about synthetics, then? Polyester fabrics are made with fibres that are usually, but not always, produced from fossil fuels. It's possible to get polyester fabrics that have been made from recycled plastic, too. Synthetic fibres are woven and knitted together in exactly the same way as cotton. Because a lot of them are made from oil, they can be quite hydrophobic. Just like your cooking oil not mixing with water, watery things spilled on these synthetic fabrics won't absorb. This means they're often easier to clean, but they can also feel less breathable because they don't absorb sweat. That said, it's entirely possible to make a breathable polyester fibre, which is why most elite sportswear is completely synthetic. While the production of polyester fabrics can be neutral, they're still not that good for the environment. Every single time you wash these fabrics, tiny plastic fibres get rinsed out. In fact, research suggests we're shedding around a million microplastics per wash. These end up in the ocean, building up a marine life, and ultimately our food chain. What about rayon or viscose? There isn't really a clear line between synthetic and natural fabrics. You might have heard of modal or lyocell, for instance. These are both types of fabric called rayon, or sometimes viscose. Rayon is made from cellulose that comes from pulped trees. But many of the steps used to process that cellulose into a fibre are similar to the chemical manufacturing steps you'd use to produce a polyester fabric. So it's often called semi-synthetic. The impact of rayons is often hardest to untangle. It can be made in a way that reduces waste, but irresponsible rayon making can lead to huge leaks of contaminants into the environment. Why is fabric hard to recycle? Think about all the little plastic zips, metal studs, buttons and tags that need to be removed from an item of clothing before you get to the raw material. That's a lot of manual labour. And then, if your clothes are a polycotton blend, the fabric itself is going to be super difficult to deal with because you're separating out two different materials. That doesn't mean it's impossible. Fabric is recycled in two broadly different ways. You can mechanically unpick the fibres, spinning them back together and then weaving or knitting them into a new fabric. This method usually carries a loss of quality. Once fibres have been cut, it's really hard to make them longer again. 
Alternatively, you can recycle the fabric chemically by using a substance that dissolves the fibres and then re-spins them. In a cellulose-based fabric like cotton, linen or rayon, this might be done with enzymes that chew up the cellulose and then connect it back together. It's possible to retain or even improve the quality of the textiles you recycle chemically, but it's more energy-intensive and expensive than mechanical recycling. While there are a bunch of small recyclers around Australia, it will be a while before you can buy recycled t-shirts as easily as you can buy recycled paper. So that's what your t-shirt is made of. I hope I haven't warped or wefted your understanding too much. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listen app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huff Science Explained.